Good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. My name is Jordan, and this is episode 56 of Sodom and I. Mm-hmm. It is currently 6.50 a.m., so I'm going to try and hold myself accountable to post this right after I, um, right after I finish recording. But, excuse me, it is February excuse me 17th and yesterday was the 16th so number one in my gratitude journal for yesterday was i got some extra sleep about 15 minutes number two uh i posted right after i recorded yesterday i was very proud of myself for that Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. number three i was able to help my friend in need my buddy um dropped her car off and then she twisted her ankle on her way back home, so I was able to help her up, um, help her set up her room a little bit. I brought her fridge, her mini fridge upstairs for her, and fixed the air fryer that she got in her room. Now she, it, it'll help her out a lot, you know, and she really wasn't able to do it yesterday, so I just went ahead and did it for her, and took some clients and came back and checked up on her afterwards, and then came back home. But uh, I was, it's good that I was able to help her out. But I just told you guys number four. <laughs> Went and did a haircut. Met new potential clients. Mm-hmm. Doing a shampoo and roller set today. But I spoke to that woman like two, two, three days ago. Number five. Blessed someone in need by opening my ears and listening. Still needs work though. I definitely do... Um, I'm trying to work on my obedience because I know that God has something planned for me and I will need to be able to hear him. So I'm, I'm, I'm working on some things right now on my obedience to God. But because I listened yesterday, I was able to help somebody. You know, they were praying. She told me, uh, so I went to Taco Bell, right? After I finished my haircuts because I was hungry. And when I got in the line, it's just her, her, her energy was so positive. Her mood, her vibe was just very uplifting. Right. And she was like, how are you doing today? And I was like, I'm doing good. How are you doing? She was like, I'm doing taco-tastic. <laughs> and I was like, that's good to hear, you know, and I made a mobile order. And um, someone had just gave me a 20, right? Because I just did a little men's cut. Didn't take long at all. It took maybe 15 minutes. And um, I came to the window. And what I was going to do... Excuse me. Wow. I was going to ask for a change for the 20 and then tell her to keep 10. But God said, don't break it. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, all right. And um, so when she came to the window, I, I, I asked for change. That way she would still grab it. But she didn't take the money because she was like, oh, no, you um, you made a mobile order, so you don't have to pay. And I was like, mm-hmm. And then she was like, you already paid for it. And I was like, I know. This is for you. I, I asked for change at first, and then I was like, matter of fact, don't break it. You That's all for you. You keep it. Don't split that with nobody. It's all yours. And then she was like, oh. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. You don't even know. Like she was about to start crying and stuff. And um 
I was like, nah, you're all, you know, it's all good. I was like, you cry if you want to. It's all right. You know, release and stuff like that. Cause I cry when I'm happy too. You know, when I'm, when I'm really appreciative, bro, I'd be, I'd be shedding tears, you know? And, uh, oh, <laughs> it brings me back to my birthday. <laughs> uh, my church saying happy birthday the, the Sunday after my birthday to be, and it made me cry because I was just so happy, you know, so I, I, I get that. Then when she brought me the food, she was like, um, you know, I, I barely had enough gas to make it to work this morning. And I prayed that God would make a way for me to, you know, be able to get back home, you know, and I just gave her 20. So that, that way that's gas in her car. And she probably goes, she's probably going to have food in her stomach because she works at Taco Bell. And I don't know if Taco Bell gives free food, but if it don't, it should have a discount. So, you know, that's food in, in a full tank of gas, you know, for her possibly. But I was able to help her out because I was able to listen you know, and then she was like, it's funny because she started talking about God. Y'all know I love talking about God. She was like, I've been praying for this. You know, this is why you obey. This is why you're supposed to listen. And I told her I was going to break it, but then he told me not to break it. So I, I didn't and I gave it to you. And she was like, you go and because I told her about Bible study. She was like, you go and give a testimony and, and tell them that that, you know, this is this is exactly what I asked for. This is what happens when you pray. You're able to help people. When you, when you obey, you're able to help people and stuff like that. And that was in one of the covenants to uh, be a blessing unto others, make dreams come true. Mm -hmm. And grace and favor, I believe. Be a blessing unto others and make dreams come true. I, I want to help God make that happen. Because people be like, prayer isn't the answer. Maybe prayer is exactly the way how you... uh can get the things that you don't have as long as your will lines up with his. That's what the woman I met uh, two days ago, that's what she was talking about. She's like, we was in here praying that uh, we would get a hairstylist soon, you know? And then the lady was like, I was praying that she would be black. <laughs> and then I saw you and I was happy. <laughs> oh man, my people, we are so Funny. But yeah, you know, I was able to to listen to the Lord and be in obedience to his will. And I gave her that 20. And at first I wanted to break and be like, but I want to give it the tithes. But that's okay because I have money to give the tithes. And he gave me, you know, that the the ability to do that and still give her a 20, you know? So that's good. I realize now I can low, I low key be getting paid like $20 an hour. Cause I did that man's hair in 15 minutes, maybe 20. Cause he came to the salon instead of me going to his apartment this time. But like, he gave me a 20 for that for, uh, let's see for haircuts is 25. That might be, that's still like an hour, maybe an hour 15 so, you know, as long as I do what I need to do, I'm going to be all right. God going to take care of me. So that's why I just got to listen and, and take care of him. Take care of him, his people. Because it all goes back to him. Do unto others as if you're doing it for the Lord. And you are. <laughs> and I am. Right? So number six, checked on my buddy and had an afternoon nappy. Look, I, I 
this was after the Taco Bell thing. I went back to Kayla and um, just checked on her, made sure she was all right. She took an afternoon nap, which inspired me to come home, eat my food, and then take an afternoon nap after doing a little bit of research. And then number seven, brought another friend to Bible study with me and hung out for a bit. I, uh, my buddy, my buddy, my buddy, she's getting married, guys. My friend is getting married, and I'm going to be a bridesmaid. Ah, I'm so happy. I've never been, like, I've never been to, like, a wedding wedding. Or not, like, a wedding wedding. I've never been, been to a wedding. You know, like, as a musician, I've played at some before, you know, got some free food because I was a kid and people don't pay children money, which is pretty messed up in my opinion. You just go give them food and be like, here you go. But it is what it is. I always took the food <laughs> and I will still take food sometimes. <laughs> but I've never like, oh, my friends are getting married. You're invited to a wedding. You know, I, I mean, I just turned 23. So I guess at this point, that's probably going to start happening. But uh, yeah, I'm going to be on my rides, baby, guys. Oh, my gosh. And she was like, if uh, <laughs> she says she gets any buns in the oven, I'm going to be a godmom. I'll be like, ah! I'm so excited. I'm just so happy for her. I love love. I love when my friends are in love. I love when they experience and work towards the right type of love that they deserve. I want all my friends, all my friends are beautiful women. I tell them a different variation of that, but all my friends are beautiful women. And I think they all deserve a 10 out of 10 because they are 10 out of 10s. So my buddy is getting married. I'm so excited for her. And I was able to bring her to Bible study with me and I thank God that I'm able to have some sort of influence for her because I really uh, wanted to help her get back into church because she, I know, I can see that she wants it and everything, but she goes to work on Sundays and sometimes it's a little difficult to, to make time for stuff. But then I told her, you know, I whipped out Matthew, Matthew 6.33. Now Matthew 6.33, but first, first put ye... Uh, the kingdom of God and everything else will follow, essentially. But let's read it word for word. Da -da 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 -da. Matthew six thirty three, all the way down to the bottom. Oh, not five. There we go. But first and most importantly, see. Or I want to hear it in, in KJV. Mm-hmm. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Period. I like that in King James. And I went out my, you know, Matthew 6.33, but first you seek the kingdom. You know, and I was like, what's more important? Making time for a job or making time for God who can get you a better job? Right? And she's already been here. You're going to get some big changes this year. You're going to get some big changes. And I feel like she's not going to she's not gonna be at the job she's at for much longer. But that's going to be a blessing. 
And I told her, I was like, because um, she said that she feels it because pastor, you know, he'd be preaching and stuff. And I was like, in order to make room for the new, you got to get rid of the old. So even if you're out of a job, just know that there's a better one coming up for you. Or maybe she could, she she wants to go back to cosmetology school. That's how we met in cosmetology school. And um, she wants to go back and, and we were talking before. I was like, how are you going to go to cosmetology school if you work from what is this, like 6 to maybe 12 each day, like 6.20, 6.30 a.m. to 12 p.m. every day. School starts at 9. Class class uh, at Aveda start at 9. So, you know, she was like, oh, I don't know. I was just going to wait it out. But I think the Lord has some different plans for her. And I'm excited to see it all come to life. I love my friends, man. But that was number seven. And now let's go over the 21-day reading plan. Oh, my gosh, guys. Today is day 16. We only got, like, five left. That's okay, though. 21-day devotional. Because then after this, we're going to get back into our Bible stories. And I think uh, I think I know just the one. So I'll be, I'll be preparing that. But what is God like? 21-day devotional. Day one, God is holy. Day two, he is our provider. Day three, God is peace. Day four, God is just. Day five, God is our healer. Day six, God is our banner. Day seven, God is God Almighty. Amen. Day eight, God is Jehovah. Day nine, God is our Lord. Day 10, God is awesome. Day 11, God is love. Day 12, God is infinite. Day 13, God is merciful. Day 14, God is wrathful, and that is a good thing. Day 15, God is full of grace. So what's day 16, you say? Day 16 is God is our comforter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let me go ahead and write that now. God is our comforter. Mm-hmm. All right. Swoop. Lovely. The doctor walks in with a pained face and a positive cancer diagnosis. A policeman knocks on the door to deliver news. No parent ever wants to hear. Someone who promised to never leave walks out. A rejection letter crushes future plans. Mm -hmm. We all need comfort sometimes. Pain, heartache, and tragedy are everywhere. There is no physical way to escape it. I'll say that again. There is no physical way to escape it. But we are not stuck, doomed to be doomed to, to, to be waiting for the next blow because we serve a God who is the father of all compassion and comfort. In 2 Corinthians 1 and 3 through 4, Paul speaks from his own tragic experiences 
about the power of God's comfort. Paul was no stranger to hardship. He experienced immense suffering that should have broken him. Come on. But he knew where to run during hard times. And he testified time and time again to the faithfulness and reality of God's comforting arms. Excuse me. Not only did Paul's life show what it was like to receive supernatural compassion, but he showed that same compassion overflows. He showed how that same compassion overflows to others. Paul devoted his life to sharing the gospel. He was an incredible encourager to Christians all over the world, regardless of his circumstances, regardless of his circumstances. But Paul was not a superhero. The impact of his ministry was a direct result of the Holy Spirit inside of him. As Paul clung to God, the loving comfort he received was more than enough to share with others. Mm-hmm. There is no end to God's compassion. Ooh, man, that made me feel real nice saying that. There is no end to God's compassion. His desire and ability to wrap his arms around us are not constrained by circumstances. Whether our hardships are the result of someone else's actions, our own unwise decisions, or pure chance, God wants to be our protection and strength. Like Paul, we have the Holy Spirit inside of us. That means we have access to an unlimited amount of comfort to receive and to give others. Reflect. How do you usually respond to hard situations? Woo! My first response, Lord, I know you're planning something. <laughs> Lord, I know you got it under control, Jesus. I'm just going to follow you. When I couldn't, uh, when I couldn't get a full time job, I was like, "All right, Lord, you 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 must want me to do something. <laughs> you must want me to do something else. You got something else planned for me, Jesus. You know, when things don't go my way, well, Lord, I know every, I know you said you care. I know you said you love, you care about me, you love me, and you only want my greatest good, Jesus. So I guess that means I'm just gonna have to." I'm just going to have to hold on. <laughs> I'm just going to have to hang in there and endure until what you promised me comes to fruition. That's what he said. What, what did pastor say? He wants you to speak in remembrance of him while you're speaking to him. Remind him what he said. Remind him what he said. Because he knows what he says, but he want you. He want to know that you know what he said. You know? <laughs> I love that. I love that about him. He's like, I know you I know you won't be, but do you really won't be? Like for real, for real. To to where you'll memorize my words, to where you'll listen to what I say, to where you'll do my will like you're really asking me to. Do you really wanna do it? Or are you just talking? I don't wanna just talk, Lord. That's why I'm trying to fix myself. And I repent and 
ask for forgiveness. Mm. Even though I'm undeserving of your love and your kindness and your, your endless comfort, he comforts me. He still does. I love my God. Where have you seen God's comfort in your own life? Mm-hmm. So I wasn't going to say it before because, you know, I'm not trying to bring down the vibes. But February 14th was uh, the due date for the twins that I had miscarried back in June. So February 14th, it actually wasn't as hard as I was anticipating it to be. I think I got all of that, uh, you know, all of that negativity and cried all that out around like the middle of January because I was like, oh my gosh, it's coming up and stuff. Because, you know, February 14th was going to be, you know, a day full of the best love ever. But, you know, that wasn't a part of God's plan because I was doing what I shouldn't. Yeah, you know, I, I had no been doing all that. So, you know, I, um, you know, I, I just went to him in comfort and was reading his scriptures and everything. And he said, everything you lost, you're going to get back sevenfold, hundredfold. So, you know what? I'm not worried about that. But when I do need comfort, I go to my Bible. You know, I cry and I pray and I read his word and I feel him all around me. You know, I, I sometimes I be feeling like I... I get a little hug from Jesus because, you know, he knows what I go through. He knows He knows how I feel. He really does. And he feels for me. And he doesn't want to make me cry. He don't want to make me cry. He just wants the best for me. You know, he wants me to be able to fully take care of my children when I do have children. And I want to be able to fully take care of my children. And I want to do it in the way that he wants me to do it, you know? So thank you, Lord. Sometimes it sometimes it hurts, but always know that he's not going to put you through something and not be with you because that's just not who he is, you know? But last question, do you know someone who needs the kind of comfort only God can give? Uh, yeah, I think I do. What would it look like to comfort that person the way God has comforted you in the past? <laughs> to always be there for them emotionally. But as a human, I can't always do that. I can try, but I'll say sometimes, uh, I think the person that I'm thinking of would confuse the level of comfort I can give as something else. And that's not what I want to portray. So I'm not trying to do that. <laughs> but you know, there, you know, I was, I was going to say if I, uh, if I hang out with them, I'm just going to speak about the gospel. That way they would, uh, understand that that's not where my mind is. And that's not where I want my mind to be, you know? So, look, people can confuse compassion and kindness for something uh, very much different than compassion, than true, than genuine compassion and kindness. And that's not who I am, right? So I can try to, I can try, excuse me, I can try and, you know, still show them kindness and 
share the love of the gospel. That's what fixed my life. I'm not going to lie to you. Or the Lord fixed my life and the gospel changed it. Ooh, that's a bar. God fixed my life and the gospel changed it or couldn't, you know, kept it that way. So what would it look like to comfort that person the way God has comforted you in the past? By sharing the gospel with them and talking about the goodness of the Lord. Amen, amen. Let's continue. 2 Corinthians 1 and 3 through 5. And this is in KJV. Blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort, who comforteth us in all our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble by the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted of God. For as the sufferings of Christ abound in us, so our consolation also aboundeth by Christ. I'm going to go ahead and highlight all of these verses. Beautiful. KJV is like poetry to me, man. It's just so beautiful. Mm -hmm. Let's go ahead and read our whispers of wisdom. Mm, KJV is just, just a big old poem to me. I love it. All right. What did I read yesterday? Yesterday I read Mean Girls. I remember that. <laughs> mean Girls. He sure to point you in the right direction. Classroom, arms open wide. All right. So today, day 48... Yeah, because this is 17th. God answers every invitation from his children, no matter how small the gathering. Mm -hmm. You probably know people who are always ready for a party. They're the ones who make their way to every gathering and are always ready to hang out with anyone and everyone. Social by nature, they enjoy spending time with people and cannot wait for an invitation so they can mingle with others. God's the same way. He yearns for the time when two or three people gather to pray, study his word, offer help to others, or simply spend time together in Christian friendship. Then the Holy Spirit shows up, just like that. He arrives for the smallest of meetings and the biggest of corporate worship services. They're all important to him. Mm, that gave me goosebumps. The next time you seek the presence of your heavenly father, meet with a friend or family member or two and invite God to join you. He'll be there even before you ask. Ah, that's a bar. He'll be there even before you ask. He's like, hmm, I'm just going to sit here and wait. <laughs> I love you, Lord. Whisper of wisdom. Where two or three come together in my name, there I am with them. Matthew 18 and 20. Oh, excuse me. Matthew is a banger. Matthew is a banger. When I first started reading the Bible, Matthew was definitely my favorite chapter. And I still think it is. 
because there's a lot of good books in the Bible. Don't get me wrong. I, I truly appreciate uh, Proverbs and Psalms because it gives you like, <laughs> gives you like an accurate description of things. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I appreciate all that. But Matthew, God, 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 uh, he anointed Matthew when he wrote this book. I do love me some Matthew. I'm not going to lie. But I think I'm going to start. I don't think I'm going to go back to sleep today, guys. I woke up at, what, 5.35, technically 5.40. But um, I think I'm going to stay up because I need to get some things for my first client and um, just be productive, probably get some brekkie. That way I'm not starving this morning since I may not go back to sleep. My first client's at 10, and it's, what, 7.19. If I go back to sleep, I might wake up at, like, 8.30 and then have to leave my house by 9.30, which is kind of a really good, uh, it's kind of a really good time frame. <laughs> but I might not go back to sleep. I will uh, start preparing for my day. I'll let you guys go, though. I hope you guys are able to wake up, listen to this, have a beautiful day, stay blessed, stay safe, be a blessing unto others. Don't just stay blessed. When you, when you allow yourself to give, you allow yourself to receive. Please understand that. Please understand that. As like, just as a testimony, I came into 2023 with zero dollars and zero cents in my bank account both my savings and my checking and not like I'm, I'm a business owner and I can pay my bills and I don't have to ask people for money anymore because God is allowing me to help others. You know, he says, you take care of the right hand, he'll take care of the left. Like, I'm not going to lie. That's exactly what he's doing in my life right now. So don't just be a blessing unto yourself, be a blessing unto others. And then watch how you bless yourself. Mm, mm, mm. So do all that, be productive, be progressive. I love you guys. And I will see you to look, you already hear my stomach. I'll see, I'll see y'all.